All right, time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Happy Monday, Keith. Happy Monday, indeed. All right, thanks for coming in. Let's talk about the ramp up in the vaccine supply. Yeah. And there's a lot of optimism here. We're going to start getting a lot more vaccine. Let me play a clip here for you from Health Minister Adrian Dix on that. We've been in a period of relative scarcity of vaccine. We're getting more vaccine next week. 276,000 doses of Pfizer and 82,000 doses of Moderna. So we're going to be going through age cohorts and inviting people to book. So now is the time. If you aren't registered, listen to me, and you can get registered at the same time right now in two minutes. Get registered so that as soon as you're eligible to book your appointment, you can book your appointment. Okay, that was uh, Adrian Dix, the health minister, on the show last week, saying there's a lot more vaccine coming. What's going on? Yeah, so Pfizer's doubling its uh, shipment to Canada, and therefore the shipment to BC is doubling from 136,000 uh, doses a week to 276,000 doses a week. So that's more than a million doses in um, in one month. You've got uh, 82,000 doses of Moderna arrived last Friday. That's going to be start that that's been vaccinated over the weekend and this week as well. But then we're getting another 130,000 of Moderna in mid month. We don't know about AstraZeneca. There's nothing on the horizon from AstraZeneca. That's not to say we're not going to get more AstraZeneca. So now Canada is about to ramp up its vaccination uh, rollout. It's no longer a rollout. We're now going to be in the in the heat of this thing. And, and the number of people, we could hit 3 million people by the end of May if all things go well. Okay. We had heard earlier, and John Horgan had said this last week, that by the time the May long weekend rolls around, we could be looking at... 60% of the population yep. have received the first dose of the vaccine. Could it be even higher than that, it could given be. how much vaccine's coming in? Yeah, if we get more AstraZeneca, it could be even higher than that. And we could be at 70% by the end of May, going into June. Wow. Uh, so that's, that's pretty lofty levels. And again, this is right across the board in Canada. We're now starting to get way more vaccines from the manufacturers than we ever have before. The other one, of course, is Johnson & Johnson, the Janssen vaccine, which has been held up by Health Canada with some concerns there. Uh, relatively small numbers, only 300,000 sent to Canada. BC share that is 40,000, but that's not going to be distributed quite yet. Of course, we're only talking about the first shot of the, shot of the vaccine for yep. most for most people. Of course, to be fully vaccinated, you needed two shots. We got the four month waiting period between the mm -hmm. first shot and the booster shot. So I'm just wondering, like, if we do get up to 70 percent of the population has received at least one shot by the long weekend, is that enough to lift? the restrictions well you know the current health order or the current uh, travel uh, restrictions and the health order uh, expires on the, the monday night of the May long weekend right so it, it's conceivable that just expires it lapses right there or it gets extended a little more a lot's going to depend on the numbers between now and then there's still a number of weeks to go here so our daily case numbers have been dropping our average daily case numbers have been dropping uh, the active cases have been dropping. The people in self-isolation has been dropping. The positivity rate has been dropping. If all that continues between now and May 25th, it's quite conceivable that those orders just lapse. If they don't, though, yeah. if, they, if they've if now hit another plateau of very high numbers, then it'll be extended. Okay. A lot of people hoping that the May long weekend will be the end of the, the travel restrictions. We shall see. Uh, it was interesting to see Mike Bernier, the, the liberal yeah, MLA. Tough. Former Liberal Cabinet Minister tweet on the weekend. I'm just looking at his tweet right now. It says, my family and I have tested positive for COVID-19, pr uh, presently self-isolating. This came as a shock to all of us as we have been following all the public health guidelines, such as physical distancing, mm -hmm. wearing masks, and avoiding indoor gatherings. So he says his whole family has got COVID, even though they've been yeah. you know, scrupulous in well, following the rules. All the best to Mike and his family. A great guy. Now he's uh, from the Peace River area.
area and the Peace River area uh, for the last few weeks has been a hot spot for COVID-19. That's why Dawson Creek has had its own special targeted vaccine uh, program there because the numbers there on a per capita basis, the Peace River area, both north and south, has been one of the hardest hit areas in recent weeks in B.C. Okay, he also uh, notes on social media that he was vaccinated. He did receive the vaccine on April 26th. He says the BC Center for Disease Control told him he he was likely positive for COVID when he received the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And also trying to reassure colleagues at the legislature that he, he was not infectious when he was at the at the legislature earlier in the month, so yeah, and it it the Global Mail's got an interesting piece today. Uh, citing Center of Disease Control statistics, and the number of people, very small number of people, still get sick with COVID nineteen after they've been vaccinated. It takes two to three weeks for your body to build up that immunity, and you can still risk exposure there. Now, the good side of this, the stats show that of the people who've gotten sick with COVID nineteen after the vaccination very, almost entirely very mild forms of the virus in terms of reaction, nothing really serious. There were a number of people who died in long-term care homes early on, um, again, because uh, their immune systems just aren't strong enough, uh, even with the vaccine. But again, these are very small numbers. So just a reminder, you got to continue the, the health protocols even after you yeah. get vaccinated. Yeah, Liberal MLA there, Mike Mike Bernier, uh, saying his whole family's positive with COVID, and he is now isolating at home with his family. Uh, I spoke earlier on the show today, Keith, about the, the sexual harassment scandal that's rocking the Canadian military and also the Trudeau government here. And this goes right to the very top. So you got former General Jonathan Vance, the former chief of the defense staff, under investigation for sexual misconduct, which he denies. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of questions about who knew what when, because these allegations go back years and Harjit Sajjan the the defense minister also on the hot seat about what he knew and when he knew it and he did a series of uh, TV interviews on the weekend including with our own Mercedes Stevenson at Global and she was asking him very pointedly when did you know about these mm-hmm. allegations against fans and he was very evasive he was asked he five did, times he did not want to answer now earlier on the show I spoke to Gary Walborn who was the former ombudsperson for the Canadian military and this guy is a key figure in this because he's the guy who said that he had a private meeting with Harjit Sajjan back in 2018. Mm-hmm. So we're going back several years. And he says he was straight up, he told Sajjan at that time that there was an allegation of sexual misconduct against the top general in the Canadian military. This is back in 2018. And this is a point that Sajjan has now been evasive on. He doesn't want to answer that question. So let me play this here for you. This is Gary Walburn, the former ombudsperson here, a key person here in this thing, uh, speaking to me earlier today on the show. Here we go. We're doing the exact same thing we did last time. We're hiring a chief justice. They're going to table a report. We're going to give it back to the same people who are in situ today. And they're going to design a new program? In what world does that work? Okay, that is talking about yet another review into this that has now been ordered by the government. Your thoughts? Well, you know, the uh, the names here are, are fairly prominent. you got the minister. Also, Katie Telford, the chief of staff to Trudeau, is becoming embroiled in this. The conservatives are trying to get her uh, to testify in, in front of a, a House committee. So this isn't going away anytime soon. Mercedes Stevenson has done, you know, the legwork on this story. She's broken, broken all the big stories she's, on she, this. Yeah, she's got incredible sources in the military. She, she actually asked the minister five times on West Block about this, and he yeah. just refused to answer each time. So... It's not going away. Uh, the Liberals, I think, federally, it's almost like they think they're bulletproof when it comes to scandals. They weathered the SNC-Lavalin, the WE scandal, 
at some point, one assumes these things take their toll, but as of yet, polling suggests that it doesn't with the public. But we'll see. This is this is an ongoing festering sore. Well, they brought in a, a former Canadian Supreme Court judge to, to head up yet another review, and if that sounds familiar, it's because they did the same thing six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a comprehensive review done by another former Supreme Court judge that produced like a bombshell report that shocked the country, lots of recommendations that were not implemented, and a lot of people are saying, well, why are you doing it again? And I think the answer is politics, because when you when you appoint one of these reviews, this could take a year. This could take two years. Yeah, it sort of takes. And just it try to take it off the table. It takes it out of play for a yeah. while, but uh, the conservatives will try their best, and the Democrats to keep it in play. And, and they've got a number of levers at their disposal to do this. But uh, again, I think the liberals have to be a little concerned about this because it's starting to get away from them a bit. In what way? Well, just because it's not going away. Uh, mm-hmm. And the heat is on Katie Telford. When the, when the chief of staff, the prime minister, is embroiled in a, in a scandal like this, that's a serious thing for a government. All right, welcome back. Baldry's Beat, Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News, is my guest. 604-280-9898 is the number to call. Star 9898 on your cell. Mark and Delta. Hey, Mark. Oh, hi, Mike. Keith, hi. Uh, i got a question. On April 1st, I had my first AstraZeneca vaccination. Uh, I called the pharmacy where I had it done, they didn't know the answer. Can I get my name on a, a waiting list so if someone doesn't show up for their vaccination, that doesn't go to waste? I got an elderly mother and kind of want to be, kind of want that second vaccination before four months, you know? No, to my knowledge, you have to wait your four months. You don't get to go ahead of anyone unless there's extenuating circumstances. And so far, it's I think that's limited to a very small number of people. So right now, it's 16 weeks after your first dose is your second dose. Yeah, so they continue to try and uh, emphasize the first dose to as many people we also as don't, possible. Exactly. We're trying to get first doses in the arms of as many people as possible, as quickly yeah. as possible. That's the top priority. The other thing, you got AstraZeneca, as did I. Uh, we're basically out of AstraZeneca. Um, we're waiting for the next shipment. So your se- if your second dose is AstraZeneca, there's not a second dose to give you right now. Well, what happens when the, the time for your second dose does roll around? Are they going to have more yeah. AstraZeneca? Well, the hope is we are going to have more AstraZeneca, but uh, Dr. Henry has been asked about this. There are sort of mix and match tests that are and studies that are going on. Can you mix the vaccines? Can you get one and then get a different one? Yeah. So far, the news is encouraging that perhaps you can, but we're not quite there yet in terms of the science okay jeff on the line in langley hey jeff hey good morning guys uh i was out in agassiz at uh the laundry on the go out there and i thought uh between loads i'm gonna walk down to the uh, shoppers drug mart and see if they have any shots available i walked in um asked for a shot they handed me a piece of paper that i had to fill out i got my shot waited around 15 minutes and uh walked back to the laundry mat there and uh finished my laundry and i went Mm -hmm. home I wasn't registered, wow. and I was yeah. I was like, "Wow, perfect!" I guess small town living, right? Well, there's, there's <laughs> good for you. More than 600 pharmacies have been given the vaccine, uh, mostly AstraZeneca, and yeah, we've heard lots of anecdotes like this. It depends where you live and what pharmacy you go to, uh, time of day, what if someone missed their appointment or something. That this does happen. People can get vaccines. Well, you can put you know notice. get your whites going through the 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 dish the uh, clothes washer. Go and get your go and get your shot, and then come back and fluff and. But fold. again, these are the exceptions. This is not a common thing, but it does. It is happening from time to time. Let's go to Willie on the line in Port Moody. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Hi. I'm just calling because I'm I am a cancer cancer patient, and I am concerned about the four month delay. Mm-hmm. Now that we're ramping up the vaccinations because more supply is coming in, 
I believe that they're the clinically extremely vulnerable people. Uh, pregnant women and first responders should be priority for the second dose. Yes. Well, thank you for the call here. Yeah, so uh, Alberta and Ontario, for example, are moving pregnant women up, uh, I think, um, and uh, certain cancer patients for an earlier second dose. Dr. Henry, so far, uh, her team, it's not just her, they have a team of scientists looking at this. It's under study. It, it could conceivably happen where the timetable changes for those two categories, but so far that hasn't changed, but it may. Is there any chance we get some more vaccine from the United States where they're sort of reaching peak vaccine right now and they yeah, seem well, to have a surplus? Well, the hope is to get AstraZeneca from the States. Uh, U.S. President Joe Biden has suggested that AstraZeneca would be, because it's not approved for use in the States and they have all yeah. this AstraZeneca. And there is an expiry date on these on these doses, uh, which is coming up at some point. So it's quite conceivable. And that is actually the hope that we get AstraZeneca from the States uh, in terms of well more than a million doses. Okay, keep phoning. 604-280-9898 is the number. Star 9898 on your cell. Rob in New West. Hey, Rob. Hey there. Uh, just two quick points. Uh, again, I'm in the four-month waiting period. And it would sure be nice if somehow we could see, you know, for example, say I was the 50,000th person to have my Moderna vaccine, where we are as far as the rollout for the second, like, you know, are there, you know, are there a thousand people already had their second or are there 20,000? It'd be really nice to, you know, have a good idea. Is the four month hard and fast or not? Second point, just a quick one is I would encourage people to go online to the BC Pharmacy's website and find all of the small pharmacies in your area. I found two small pharmacies in our area that had AstraZeneca and they have no online booking. Mm-hmm. I told a whole bunch of family members. Within days, has seven people mm-hmm. have their vaccine shot. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the call. Good point. Small, small pharmacies, not the big chains, are sometimes more accessible. because yeah. uh, people don't. Do any there. of them have any AstraZeneca left, though? That's what I mean. We're. I think as of Friday, we were down to very few doses left in the province. And, and but again, there might be a few out there, but we're running out of AstraZeneca. We got three hundred seventeen thousand doses. And I think we were approaching 300,000 already as of Friday. So that's right now. Now, in terms of the caller's uh, first question about the second dose, uh, it's it's conceivable. Like I say, I said from day one of this pandemic, never rule anything out in this thing. Yeah. If we get everybody vaccinated uh, one dose by the end of June, which is conceivable, then maybe that four-month period shrinks a little bit for some people. But right. we're now... We're now in the process right now of giving second doses to a small number of people who got their first dose four months ago. Keep in mind. Um, So a number of people got their first doses in the first rollout. It was indigenous communities in the north and the interior. Um, uh, Long-term care homes got first. They're starting to get their second doses now. We had more than 90,000 second doses as of Friday. That number today will probably come in at about 92,000, 93,000. Okay, just a minute left here. Brenda in Richmond. Hi, Brenda. Hi. Hi, Mike. And um, thank you, Keith. Uh, my question is for you. Um, I've been paying attention to Global, and I know there's been um, numerous people with cancer on me being um, one person with both cancer and I need a lung transplant. And um, my question is, is, I mean, I was obviously notified ahead of time because of the cancer. I had gotten my Pfizer vaccine, but yet I have to, like, I had to go off medication, say, for, you know, a month um, prior because of the immune system. But my question is, is they're saying that Pfizer, my Pfizer shot may be null and void 
if not given within sort of a 21-day period. And I know that there's been interviews on Global with people with cancer um, addressing this. Okay, let me let me get Keith's response. Let me get Keith's reaction to that within 20 seconds. Yeah, this has come up before. Uh, the science is doesn't seem to be decided. This came up in the briefing last week. Dr. Bonnie Henry and her team of public health specialists have been looking at the cancer situation. They're not at the conclusion yet that the second dose should come before four months. But as I say, it continues to be under study.